are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're talking about God's willingness through faith. And uh, I want us to move over to the 10th chapter of Romans. I want to show you something about this faith that comes by hearing the Word of God. People that are always listening to the devil, they get highly developed in hearing the enemy. Now you can get highly developed in hearing God. Somebody said, how do I do that? Start confessing. I do hear the voice of the good shepherd and the voice of a stranger. I don't hear. I hear the voice of the good shepherd. I'm led by the Spirit of God. I have the mind of Christ. Somebody said, I happen to know that you don't. Well, that's all the more reason you ought to be saying it. I'm calling things that are not. Now, see, I learned this from the Word of God and from the things the Spirit of God said to me about it. I was telling the Lord one day, I said, but Lord, you know, I said, I don't hear your voice. He said, but my Word says you do. He said, my sheep hear my voice. Now, can you imagine a fellow arguing with the Lord that I don't hear you and he's talking to you? Well, now, what I meant was that I don't always hear you, see, because I'd got into some bad business deals, and I finally figured out it wasn't the Lord that led me there. You see, my own spirit led me there. And it just seemed like it was God because it came through a direction through the human spirit. See, you can say things, and you can speak things long enough to create a desire in you, and your spirit will lead you to do that thing, and you'll think God led you there. But you were led there by the words you spoke. If you'll learn to speak God's word over the situation and confess you do hear the voice of the good shepherd, I don't care if you haven't ever heard the voice of the good shepherd. Start confessing you hear the voice of the good shepherd because that's what Jesus said. He said, my sheep know my voice. Thank God if I'm his, I know his voice. And you're not going to get me to say anything else but that. You confess it until the faith comes and you do it. It's there. Now, Here in Romans, the 10th chapter, let me point out something to you. The Apostle Paul, in verse 6, is talking about righteousness, which is of faith. Speaketh on this wise, say not in thy heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Now notice what he's doing here. When he first starts talking, he says, the righteousness, which is of faith, speaketh. Now, first of all, he's going to tell you what it wouldn't say. The righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say, who will bring Jesus back, reverse the process of death, get him back here in his physical body so he could touch me and heal me or supply my need. He said, the righteousness which is of faith wouldn't say that. Somebody said, well, I never would say that. Have you ever said, Lord, come down and touch me? Then that's what you said. Can you see that? Jesus was God's Word in manifestation on this planet Earth in physical form. Now, God sent His Word and healed them, delivered them from their destructions. God's Word is just as powerful today if you'll speak it through your own voice as it would be if Jesus were here to perform it Himself. Now, listen to what the Apostle Paul says. The righteousness which is of faith speaketh. Now, come down to verse 8, and he tells you, first he tells you what it wouldn't say, then he tells you what it would say. Notice what he said it would say. 
But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now listen to this. He says, the righteousness which is of faith says the word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. Now what is he talking about? The word of faith which we preach. What is he talking about? The word of promise. God's word of promise in this New Testament is just as close to you as getting it in your mouth and putting it in your heart. Now, he tells you a great secret here. He tells you how to take the promise of God and transfer it from the Word of God into the human spirit where it will do some good. How many of you know you can't just take this Bible down to the hospital and lay it on the sick and get them healed? You can't grind it up and put it in their food and let them eat it and get them healed. But you get it in their hearts. See, faith works in the heart. This word is filled with faith. Now let me show you something. There's enough faith in every single word of God, every single promise in this New Testament. God put enough faith in that word to cause it to become true in every life on the face of this planet, and there will still be as much faith in it as it was when you started. But the problem is, how do you get it out of there into me? Paul tells you, the word is nigh unto me. He says, the righteousness which is of faith says. See, righteousness speaks. Righteousness speaks, and when it speaks, it speaks faith, not fear and unbelief. The righteousness which is of faith says, now that Jesus has gone into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father, He doesn't have to come back to heal me. He doesn't have to come back to take care of my finances. The word of promise is nigh me and just as close to me as getting it in my mouth and speaking it in my heart. Amen. Now this is why the Apostle Paul goes right on in the 17th verse and says, So then... Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Now, what's he saying? Faith in God and in His promises come to you by hearing yourself speak and quote and say what God said. Now, see, that's the idea behind this whole thing. And sometimes we miss that. See, Paul says, it is nigh thee even in thy mouth. Where is it first? It's in your mouth first, and then when you speak it, it goes into the heart, or what the Bible calls the heart is actually the human spirit. Now, that's the way you transfer the promise of God from the pages of this Bible into you where it will cause something to happen in your life. You speak it in there. Now, that's the whole idea that he's trying to get over to us. So then, he said, to sum it all up, faith cometh by hearing. Now, to hear it has to be spoken, right? And who's he talking about speaking it? He said, the word is nigh you, or nigh me, even in my mouth and in my heart. So he's talking about the individual doing it, isn't he? See, we like to leave it up to somebody else. Let somebody else preach the word and I'll just listen to it and I'll get all of this faith. That's not what the Apostle Paul's talking about here. Now, don't misunderstand me. You'll get some faith from hearing what I said, the Word of God said. 
But the key to it is understanding this. The real setting for this, or the context of this scripture, is that you speak the word of God and you hear your own voice saying what God said. Now, you know, psychologists will tell you, that'll do something for you. <laughs> I mean, they're smart enough to know that without knowing anything about the Word of God. That if you hear yourself saying things, you see, there's people that tell a lie. And they tell it long enough until they get to believe in it. You could put them on a lie detector. And it would show they're telling the truth because they really believe what they're saying. They've told it so long they believe it. Faith came, see. Faith came. Now, if a fellow could tell a lie long enough and it become true to him, what would you think would happen if you told the truth long enough? You'd start believing it, wouldn't you? Well, we know God's Word is truth. But you see, people will look at circumstances and all the problems in life and say, well, yeah, I know God says this, but look, it's not working. I know the Bible said, Give and it shall be given unto you. But I gave and I had a flat tire the next morning and the washing machine broke down and my car battery went dead. Did that change the Word of God? You know, most people are quick to believe experiences rather than the Word of God. It's always dangerous to believe in experiences, especially if they do not agree with the Word of God. It's exactly like Jesus said. Satan came to steal the Word. He came to steal the Word. And it worked so good, he just kept on trying to do it. Because I'll tell you, most people just give up when they act on the Word and Satan comes to steal it. But you see, the Bible says, what if some did not believe? Would their unbelief make the Word of God of none effect? The Apostle Paul said, God forbid. Let God be true and every man a liar. Now listen to this. Faith cometh by hearing. Faith in God comes by hearing the word of God. Faith in the devil comes by hearing the words of the devil. The more you speak God's word, the more faith in God's promise you'll have. The more you speak the devil's words, the more faith in the devil you'll have. Amen. Faith in the devil is called fear. If you talk sickness and disease, you'll have more faith in sickness and disease and you'll have in healing and life. If you talk health and healing and the blessings of God, you'll have more faith in the blessings of God and healing than you will in sickness and disease. It is an impossibility for you to live in health and talk sickness and disease. It's an impossibility to walk in wealth and talk poverty. The thing that you speak the most will come upon you. Because faith cometh by hearing. Can you see that? Can you say amen? amen? God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, we have a CD offer number 7316. That's CD offer number 7316. It's called Faith, the Law of the New Covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. I trust you've been blessed as we've taught concerning God's willingness through faith. Did you know that God will do things through faith that he won't do any other way? There's something about the law of God, which is the law of faith, that causes God to move in your behalf. In Romans, the third chapter, the Apostle Paul makes this statement. 
He says, where is boasting then? It is excluded. By what law of works? No. But he says, by the law of faith. Now, he's talking about the righteousness of God. You can't boast about being the righteousness of God. It wasn't something you did. It was something you believed. You believed in the blood of Jesus Christ. He calls faith a law of God. It's the law of faith. In Romans the eighth chapter, he refers to it again. He says, the carnal mind is enmity against God and not subject to the law of God. In this series, we share with you how God has, through faith, given us access into the grace of God. In Romans, the fifth chapter, he says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. In other words, the only way you have access into the grace of God is through faith. This will help you understand the law of God. We understand the law of gravity. We understand other laws. It's a law because it works. Thank God. That's offer number 7316. Faith, the law of the new covenant. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $27. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.